Welcome, everybody, to Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Is where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine uh, cigars, uh, and we start with the drink portion. Usually we start with the eat portion, but I can't wait, and we, we are doing bourbon. We are doing Matthew McConaughey's very own Wild Turkey Long Branch Bourbon. But before we do, what makes a bourbon so glad you asked? It's important because people don't know what makes bourbon. They think they know. They think like it has to come from Kentucky, and that is so wholly and completely untrue. A, to be bourbon. It has to be made in the United States. 95% of the world's bourbon does come from Kentucky, but doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. It has to be in a new charred oaken barrel. That's what it has to be. It has to be made of 51% corn. The whiskey cannot enter the barrel at a higher proof than 125, cannot enter the bottle at a proof less than 80, and nothing else can be added but water and only to lessen the proof when necessary. That is is what makes a bourbon. Joining me, Fingers Malloy, radio host and podcaster, Fingers Malloy on Twitter, and April D. Gregory, social media maven. April D. Gregory on the Twitter box. Now, my, my people, this is uh, the Long Branch uh, bourbon here. Eight-year-old wild turkey bourbon has a mash bill of 75% corn, 13% rye, 10% malted barley. Uh, and for those of you doing the math at home, uh, that's only 98%. I have no idea what the you know what the other two percent is. All right, all right, all right. That's oh. exactly what it is right there. Um, uh, they use a two different charcoal filtration methods, and the second uses charcoal from Texas mesquite wood, which I think is McConaughey's influence in it. It is bottled at eighty six proof, and a bottle seven hundred fifty milliliters goes for about thirty five dollars. They describe it as a sweetness of corn and vanilla syrup, complemented by a light toasted graininess. You'll get hints of caramel apple, a slight peppery heat, and a subtle smokiness. And, of course, you will be super cool. So, to your health, April. To your health, Fingers Malloy. Let us, let us sip as I, I watch them first. I always like to watch them and see how it is. Let us try. Mm. We do the bourbon on one large cube. Um, okay, that's, that's, that's a sipping bourbon. The end. It's a very simple nondescript I think that they went a little overboard in, in some of the explanations that some of the quote-unquote whiskey experts want to give fingers Malloy, that's a nondescript bourbon it's really smooth the kind I mean, of bourbon you could drink and maybe get in a little bit too much trouble if you got behind the wheel of your Lincoln oh is that your McConaughey yeah, thank you. ah thank you that I mean it's, it's just a simple bourbon all I know is I will drink anything Matthew McConaughey tells me to drink Wow Wow. Case closed. Really? Particularly if he has his shirt off. Even now. Even even now. Even at this age. Even with, with Dallas Buyers Club and everything else. You're, you're still thinking about the guy from Dazed and Confused. You're like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Holy cow. April. I mean, you're looking at me with such seriousness. It's like, no, my seriously. My fist is on the table. Fa- I'm fa- find me Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And let, and let me do my, do, my, do my bidding. This is the best bourbon ever, Matthew. It is, stop it. It's, it's, it's almost it's, as good as George Clooney's Casa Amigos. Mr. Mc- uh, Matthew McConaughey or George uh, Clooney? George Clooney. Really? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. No question. I, this- George Clooney or Fingers Malloy? <laughs> Come on. Uh, now. I mean, they both have the salt and pepper thing going. Right, we you both do. like salt and pepper. Right. Oh boy. Salt and pepper. I know. This is listen, guys. I, I would say go out and have a bottle, 
because you wouldn't mind sharing it with friends. And if you're sitting around the fire, right? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with this as a gift or anything else. But if you're going to get me to, to write home about this and say, you know, from, from the front, dear mother, the war has gotten on far too long. We're low on supplies. Luckily, the Long Branch bourbon has kept the boy's spirits up. Well, anything will keep the boy's spirits up. But this is, it's bourbon, guys. This is just bourbon. There's nothing special about it. I, I mean, don't get it, the mesquite. It says it's supposed to be mesquite. I don't have that either. Not a single bit of it. I get what they're saying about the corn sweetness. So if you have like a, like a corn whiskey, like it has that. A little bit of the syrupy, I get that too. And for me, I, I do enjoy that. This is something that everybody's going to be like, oh, look, I'm drinking bourbon. And you could probably drink this glass down and another glass down and another glass down and not feel it. I don't know if I want that from the bourbon. Did you see me hugging it? Did, did I, did I see you hu- hugging Matthew McConaughey with your mouth? No. <laughs> What's, I didn't. Her Kentucky chew. Uh, April, we're friends, but I ju- I'm just not watching that intently. Um, but no, there's nothing. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's, it's a fine sip. It's a fine sip, and I think it's a fine entry for him. And to get lots of people to say, oh, look, this is Matthew McConaughey's bourbon, and he's going to make an outrageous amount of money, and so is Wild Turkey, and they got to be thrilled with the, with the relationship. To me, it's just kind of there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally just kind of there. And that, by the way, that's not a bad no. thing. When I tell you that this is the kind of thing, like if you brought it to the golf course, you know, and you didn't care if you spilled a little bit, perfect. And I'm going to be like, oh, that's, that's fun. You don't have to have a sophisticated palate of any kind. Evan Williams isn't just kind of there. You know what I mean? You, uh, you drink that. You, oh, my gosh. What, what, what is this crap? Oh, okay. All right. But, but so this, I, I thought you were somehow fine. saying Evan Williams was better, and then there was about to be some kind of warring <laughs> faction going on here. Uh, no, it's, it's there. Uh, speaking of there, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh. <laughs> Best segue ever. There we I go. Don't, I don't like to start the podcast with politics. I try not to start the podcast with politics. But I'm going to try and encapsulate, April Gregory, the past week. Uh, and to the best of my, uh, my ability, I want you to set a timer on your phone. I want to see if I can do this in 60 seconds. I want to see if I can do this. You cannot. Fingers, you don't think I can do it? Fingers no. in 60 seconds? Uh, you're a trained professional. You can well, do it in well, well, 45 well, if you well, wanted thank to. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. Are you ready? Yep. You ready? Here and Go. Go. Brett Kavanaugh is the Supreme Court nominee. A woman named Christine Ford says that she was sexually assaulted by him when they were both teenagers. This has been an ongoing story. Both of them, after 10 days of delay, were brought in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee to give their testimony. They both did. Blasey Ford cried a little bit, said it was Brett Kavanaugh, but could not give any details, didn't remember parts of the story, and actually changed some of her story. Brett Kavanaugh came to that hearing spitting fire, basically yelled at Dianne Feinstein, yelled at the committee, got tough with people, claims he didn't do it, believes he didn't do it. And oh, by the way, has calendars to say that he didn't do it. He has an alibi for his whereabouts. The accusation, the proof should be on the accuser. There is no actual proof. And now Jeff Flake, the senator from Arizona, says we should delay a week to let the FBI continue an investigation. How'd I do? Ooh, 47 seconds. (sighs) Time to spare. Here's the question. What would... At the end of it all, does America A even care? Because it's, it, it, it seems when you watch, like America is totally ripped apart here, totally destroyed. You've got a group of people who want to say that all women should be believed no matter what. And then you have a group of people saying, no, all women should not be believed no matter what. We have enough cases to know where women lie. If with Duke lacrosse team, the, the, the entire Rolling Stone article proving uh, exactly that, University of Virginia, going back uh, about three and a half years now. And you, shouldn't, you don't just believe somebody based on b- 
believe you based based on facts. It's hard to prove that somebody sexually assaulted you. It's tougher to prove when you can't remember the day, the week, or the month, and the people you say were there don't remember being at the party at all. They no, they, it's not that they don't remember. They say they weren't even there. So I don't know if this is a DCism or this is an Americaism. I am, I am believing it's an Americaism that America is actually talking about this, and they're making the they're they're choosing their tribalism side, as opposed to what is it we're looking at. And no matter what, whether Brett Kavanaugh gets confirmed or not, that guy is screwed. And there is a great portion of America that don't give a crap. So, first things first, April Gregory. Um, is, it, is it my imagination that America cares about this? Or does America care about this? America cares, but the, the purpose here is to wear us down with all these theatrics and politics. They want to wear us down to the point where we don't care anymore if so Kavanaugh gets on. So let's get to, the, to the, what, the where, what that means, because that has a very political connotation. And you have to understand that this is about conservatives and about liberals. And, and I, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't like the idea of having to break it down that way. The whole purpose of bringing about the allegation against Kavanaugh when they did, right before they were going to vote him out of committee, was to delay. The objective of the Democratic Party, and we, listen, if you're a Democrat, I, I love you, but this is, this is about the leadership. This is not you. It's about the leadership. The objective was to delay the confirmation until after the midterms so if they win the House and the Senate, they can claim, well, this is unjust. You can't, you can't have a nominee. Try and delay and try and delay and keep that seat open on the Supreme Court for two years. This is not... If this had been really about Dr. Blasey Ford... Uh, and, and a sexual assault allegation, it would have been brought up by Diane Feinstein on day one, and it wasn't. We're going to get into that. But so when, when you're talking, April, about what the objective here is, it is a wholly and solely political objective. They've admitted it. They say it. Um, and I think they're most upset that conservatives, if you will, Republicans, America, they notice and they think it's crap. Well, and, and when you even talk to Democrats about this, they say... Well, Merrick Garland, let's, that's just proven my point that they, it's not about what happened or didn't happen. It's about delay and, and revenge. And revenge. Yeah, well, now with Merrick Garland, uh, he was nominated by President Obama just as the election cycle 2016 was getting ready to, to happen. And what the Republicans in the Senate said is you can't nominate somebody as you're heading out of office during an election. No. So, cocaine Mitch. Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, he sat on it. He refused to bring it to the floor uh, him to, for even a, a, a confirmation hearing. One of the toughest things you've ever seen in politics. But by the way, that is the historical precedent we use in the country. That's different than a midterm because Elena Kagan, who is a Supreme Court justice, uh, came forth uh, during uh, a midterm when the Tea Party people, they won everything. So, I mean, I mean, there's some politics for you right there and a little bit of the history lesson. Um, Fingers Malloy, are you, I, I know I, I, I don't like to... I, I, you have children. Let yes. me say it that way. Have your children discussed this with you? No. They, so th- th- this isn't coming up in, in any kind of school setting? N- n- not that I am aware of, but the, two things about this. First of all, I didn't watch any of the hearings because there's no worse theater than political theater. No one has said in our lifetimes, you know what, if we need an investigation, you know who will get to the bottom of it? The United States Senate, especially if there are cameras in the room. Right. So the, the whole thing was a, a joke. 
how am I supposed to take this seriously when senators aren't taking it seriously, when you're not asking questions, when you're just going on a three-minute rant like I'm going on right now, rather than trying to get to the bottom of what happened that night, if anything happened that night? That's number one. Two, the media, the way that they've reported this. You know, we, we've talked about it previously where news uh, organizations, they don't report news anymore. They report narrative. And that's what we've seen. When you look at the cover of yeah. the New York Times the day after, and they've got two photos side by side, one of Dr. Ford with her hand up in the air, taking the oath with her, with her eyes closed, and next to her is a picture of Kavanaugh angry yelling at senators Mm. just goes back to reporting narrative versus reporting the news and to see people that i'm just going to pick on him even though i'm not he may not have said anything about this but to to have people in the the mold of jim acosta uh jim acosta just terrible cnn reporter yeah when he when, when people like that are uh trying to throw the narrative out there that Judge Kavanaugh doesn't have the temperament to be a judge because he's angry that a bunch of people for the last week and a half have called him Rapey Raperson. Meanwhile, people like Jim Acosta are upset when some blue hairs at a tea part or at a Trump event yell fake news at him. <laughs> the hypocrisy is stunning. <laughs> and, then, and then he'll say, well, the difference is I'm not being a Supreme Court judge. Um, I think it's absolutely okay for someone to defend themselves. I think it's someone to be okay to be angry when they're called a rapist. If you if if someone isn't angry when you call them a rapist, well, that's that's peculiar to say the word. And and this, by the way, is exactly it's it's an interesting reverse point because if Doctor Ford had like been yelling and screaming and wailing and crying, people would call her a hysterical woman. They would totally call her a hysterical woman. And if Brett Kavanaugh had been calm, cool, and collected and just talked about it and said, this has been very rough on my family, and I don't... Like Dukakis during the debate when he was asked (laughs) if his wife was raped, what would he do? He'd be like, I'd be enraged. I would be enraged. No, the correct answer is if you rape my wife, I come for you. I kill you. I kill your mother next. Then I kill your father on your mother's dead corpse, and he watches her while he loses his life. That's the answer. To if someone rapes your wife, by the way, because you're not supposed to be logical. You're not supposed to be rational reason, but you're supposed to be out of your head. And if Kavanaugh had been too calm, cool, and collected, they would have said, oh, how dispassionate. Man, that's like a, like a sociopath, like a, like, a, like, a, it's like a serial killer. He's probably done this to other women, hundreds of other women, thousands, thousands, I say. Uh, so it was, it was a no-win uh, situation there. Um, it never is. Honestly, I, I am not going to get into the speculation of are they going to confirm this guy because now it's the, the week-long FBI investigation. Uh, the real question is, do women get believed just because they make a claim? Because that's what they're saying. Patton Oswald, the actor, he's got a, he, he put out a tweet that said, I believe uh, Ford and I believe the New Yorker accusation, which is nonsense. I believe Julie Swetnick, which is the client of Mike Lavinati, which is there, there, what, there is not even an accusation in her accusation. Literally no accusation. And he's wearing a shirt that says, believe women. Honestly, uh, by April, the- we need uh, shirts that say believe facts. Believe facts. Believe women just because someone makes an allegation? What the hell do I do with that? Avenatti, by the way, is the Italian word for Gloria Allred. A lot of oh, people don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> Basta. Basta it is. But it isn't about not believing. It isn't about not listening. I have to believe something because it gets said? Well, I mean, they're just pegging us with the gender role that all women are truthful. Right? And that's Wait, not whoa, whoa, what. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
We don't believe in gender Whoa. roles anymore. So. Oh well, that's that. Well, that's a whole different subject. <laughs> are you saying that uh, women are not truthful? Well, we have several cases of people lying, as you mentioned before. So it, it's just like, oh, women don't fart, women don't lie. What? No, those don't go whoa, together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe women something. Fart? No, we don't poop, we don't fart, nothing. Whew. That, something that maybe happened to moment. her, but I, you can't just say. And that's what every liberal woman. Do you woman, think something happened to her? Probably. I think something happened to her. And I, I'm, I'm convinced of it. And here's a, what they've been saying is if you believe something happened to her but you don't believe it was Kavanaugh, you think she's a liar. I act, that's insane. And uh, Kirsten Power, CNN, is doing that. Kirsten, grow up. Uh, it, it, you can do two things at the same time. I refuse to be told that somehow I can't allow my mind to, to work. She, Blasey Ford was so absolutely crystal clear because she got asked the question twice, are you sure it was Kavanaugh? And she said 100%. I think she believes it. Right. But we've got experts, psychologists saying, listen, memory is a funny thing. She could totally believe it. In her head, it's totally true. Right. Yet it doesn't mean that's true. Right. The, the, there's a great uh, quote by a great American, George Costanza, oh. who said, it's oh, not a, a lie. It's not a lie, Jerry, if you believe it. Right. So, uh, look, I, I, there, I've seen interviews in the 90s from O.J. Simpson that if you were just dropped on this planet, you'd be like, wow, it doesn't sound like he murdered his wife and that waiter. You know, if you believe it to be true, then in your mind and in her truth, it may not be a lie. You're, you're right. If you, you ever, if you ever use the words in your truth or in my truth or speak my truth on this I'm, show ever, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna but that's the way they frame it in her her truth, right. she's telling the truth. So, look, I don't know if she's telling the truth. She, she may be. She may be lying. I, I, I can't tell from uh, a Senate investigation with So are you okay no. with the FBI investigation? No. And I'll tell you why. Because I, I, I believe that... What, what, what is the FBI going to do? I mean, uh, honestly. According to every source, Republican and Democrat, really nothing. It's the same questions. It's the same conversations. you got a couple of these people who are tangentially involved. They've been named who all say they'll cooperate. But they don't even – part of the, the, the reality of the FBI is they don't, they don't come to conclusions. They're going to say, Here, here's what we found. Have a nice day. It's, it reminds this, me – Who in the Senate – Who which Democrats are going to still change their mind? It won't it, be good enough. It, it, right. will remi- it reminds me of a basketball team that's ahead, and they run the four-quarters offense where they're just – Keeping the ball away, play keep a ball away until they have to take a shot because the clock is running down. The shot clock's running. They're they're trying to run out the clock, like you said earlier, to get to the midterms and then see what happens after Further that. Further resist, resist, resist. Right. I mean, that part is obvious. And this and and I want to. I I'm on the record on the radio show. I want to be on the record here. I on I am convinced, not convinced. I know <laughs> to the extent that I can know. Democrats use Doctor Ford. Oh. They used her from beginning to end, and I want to make sure I'm clear on like how how gross that is because this is a conversation of of, of a 15 year old who had, who allegedly had a guy on top of her hand over the mouth, uh, f- feeling her up basically is is what we're talking about here. So here comes Doctor Ford sends the the uh, letter to her congressman who gives it to Diane Feinstein. They actually had a conversation, and by the way, Diane Feinstein is duplicitous and nasty. Oh. Diane Feinstein was recommending lawyers to Dr. Ford 
before she even met with Brett Kavanaugh and never mentioned it, never brought up the letter, anything. That is ugly, disgusting, craven political. What a piece of trash she is. But, but I want just to point about Democrats. She didn't, Ford didn't want to be known. She wanted to stay anonymous. And, and all this could have happened. All this investigation could have happened without it being the circus. And what the Democratic Party said is, nope, we're going to make you public. And nope, we're going to make you testify. And we know you said no. We know you told us no. We know you didn't want it. We know you protested. We know you pushed back. We know you don't want to be any part of it. Well, we're the ones who are going to decide what to do with you. We control you. We will take advantage of you as we see fit. And when we're done, we're going to laugh at our conquest. That's what the Democratic Party did to Dr. Ford. Holy crap. It's not lost on me that Kavanaugh should be confirmed. You know, he should be confirmed in all this. But holy cow, is is anyone going to discuss what the Democrats just did to this woman? No, because every decade. If it's not Dr. Ford, it's Cindy Sheehan. If it's not Cindy Sheehan, it's Anita Hill. Every decade rolls around. There's a woman that the Democratic Party uses and then discards like a a blown-out tire on the side of the road. Well, and it just shows that there's two, at least two, mindsets in America where you think this is an okay thing to do to a person, to do to her, to do to Kavanaugh. To do to Kavanaugh. We haven't even gotten into that. Yeah. And, and then the rest of us are sitting here, why are you using this woman? Why Why did you do this to Brett? This is not okay. You can't just destroy someone's life, career, family, children because of political game and people think that's an okay thing to do all these democrats are saying i'm okay with doing that so why why do they feel it's okay to do it's just a sick game it's all a sick game to them i believe that the 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 democratic party of today believes that they know best and the other party isn't just evil they have to be destroyed that they have to be eliminated in order for the country to be good and they the means justifies the ends I think they've proven it time and again, um, and it's just ugly as sin. More to get to. Eat, drink, smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy. On to the eat portion of what we do. It is cupcakes, because who, who treats you better than me, April Gregory? No who? One. Who, April D. You're Gregory? Yes, I am. Tilt that microphone up. You, you got you to gotta make sure you can best. be heard. Here's what's going on. Gigi's Cupcakes makes fantastic cupcakes. Now, they are chain. They are nationwide. But here in the Indianapolis area, Nick Pappas, great, great guy, great family. Uh, they own them here. They've been uh, supporters of the shows and, and things that I do. So I have an, an assorted set of Gigi's Cupcakes. Now, I believe that the proper cupcake can't just be all frosting and sometimes the frosting is treated as its own entity and for that i give Gigi's demerits however they do a very good job of the cake of the cupcake which gets overlooked like in the old seinfeld muffin stump episode and i think that's nuts so uh fingers malloy what kind of cupcake will you be uh, trying today i am trying the red velvet cupcake and i'm very excited right it's you're doing go the red straight velvet. to my thighs <laughs> it sure is uh, now, hold on a second, because I want to make sure I get uh, April Gregory here, because it turns out, uh, unbeknownst to me, that April Gregory has some kind How did you not know of this? addiction. Everybody knows this. She's two-fisting uh, cupcakes. To, uh, cupcakes. I didn't know that like this was a almost religious experience for you, April. It is. Um, that you love cupcakes 
more than than anything in the world. Almost anything. And uh, almost anything. Matthew McConaughey. Oh. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey or a cupcake. Earlier you said there are cupcakes that are better than sex. You said it. Your words. I said we weren't going to say that on air, though. Oh. Oh, then it never got some sex. Ki- some she- cupcakes are better than some sex. Some cupcakes oh, is this on? are better than some sex. That is right. <laughs> so April Gregory, here, you know, I'm going to hand the camera over to Fingers Malloy because he'll have a better bit of uh, uh, way to look at that. April, you're a huge fan of cupcakes. You are double fisting. You have two cupcakes. What will you be trying today? Um, I will be doing the, Into the microphone. wedding cake cupcake from right. Gigi's Cupcake, which is actually my favorite cupcake here in Indy. Unlike Tony Katz, the icing is key for me. And this, their icing is the best. Their almond cake cupcake is the best. Oh, it's and almond cake? Oh, I, I want to try that. I want to try the almond it's cake. It's almonds. Break off a little piece. Okay. Break a little piece off of that. I don't need the icing. I, want the, I just want okay. the almond cake. So this is the best cupcake in Indy right here. I am the expert. We'll see if Tony likes it. Um, I love almonds. All right, that's a good cake. Yeah. It's more of an it's angel like a tra- booty. No. It's, it's like a traditional wedding cake would be. Oh. Without the funky flavors oh, like sorry, they do expert. nowadays. All right, so that's one. What's the other one you're doing? I- I'm going to try the lemon ice box. I have not had this one yet, and I feel like a little zing this morning would be fantastic. Right, okay. I am doing the pumpkin spice latte cupcake, and I'm doing this because, and I, I speak to you, Fingers Malloy, um, there are people out there. Who are like, oh, everything becomes pumpkin spice. It's the fall. It's all pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice is the worst. Pumpkin spice is very good. And the people who are anti-pumpkin spice are just full of crap. They are posers looking for attention and love. That is all there is. It is nonsense. Pumpkin spice is fine. People love pumpkin pie. They love pumpkin bread. They love it. And that's why we do it. And I say bring it more. What's your problem, Fingers? Well... You're, you're full of crap, and here's why. I'm full of crap. You're full of crap. When I, it comes, Tony Katz, am yes, full of crap? You're full of crap. Uh, l- look, I enjoy pumpkin pie just as much as the next person that likes pumpkin pie. Pumpkin uh, cupcake, that's fine. Pumpkin whiskey, no. has to go. There's only one flavor of whiskey that's acceptable, and that's, and that's whiskey. whiskey-flavored whiskey. Uh, pumpkin uh, gum, pumpkin candy, pumpkin you name it, it's overkill. It gets the why coffee, coffee should be coffee flavored coffee. That's it, not pumpkin coffee. Or it, it, it goes on and on and on. Why are there seven thousand flavors pumpkin flavored products out there? It's overkill. Well, that's all. Uh, speaking of, IHOP has entered the fray. Oh, why you have a problem with IHOP? No, but I know where you're going with this. IHOP now has. Pancake-infused beer, April Gregory. Awful. You can get. Why is that awful? Why is pancake pancake beer awful? This uh, it's too sweet. Probably. Uh, probably. You also haven't even tried <laughs> we it yet. Tried it, but it's gonna that's be awful. you right there. Is there syrup in it or no? So it's the it's the pancake batter that flavors it, and then there's a whole bunch of other pumpkin-esque kind of things that go on as you eat your cupcake. Here's what's so fascinating. Um, I think that the pumpkin the, that pumpkin spice things is just fine. I think playing oh. around with it is fine. I think pancake beer is the most ridiculous things they, ever. That's what I'm see now. That's you and I agree. But it, no, but it's a fundamentally different thing. Pumpkin flavored beer for autumnal reasons makes sense. 
pancake-flavored beer for any reason makes no sense. That's where the trying too hard becomes. But these people who are anti-pumpkin are just so full of crap. Oh. They're just so full of crap. Look at you. Take well, it's that become red velvet. like the whole Nickelback thing. You just hate it because you hate it. You don't actually hate pumpkin. It's just the thing to hate pumpkin spice latte, like right. Nickelback. Right. But it, so what's worse, pumpkin spice or Nickelback? Pumpkin spice. Ooh. If I had to choose between the two. Oh, my. Nickelback. So, so you hate pumpkin spice, but you'll you'll find a reason. I would I would drink a gallon of pumpkin spice latte before I would sit through one Nickelback video. Yes, wow, that's how if bad. If someone Nickelback gave is. you free front row to Nickelback, no. would you go? Mm-mm. No, yeah. just because not. you don't want to be seen by other people. Because I don't want to waste two hours of my life. But like honestly, if you <laughs> if you go to a Nickelback show uh, and and you're like, oh my god, I hope no one sees me here. If they're there, they're like, oh, I hope someone sees me there. It's like when you end up in a whorehouse and you see your boss. Like, what, who's going to say what? You're all, you're all, you're all, you're all there. By the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with being in a whorehouse. Is there, is we there, know. We, we learned a lot about you this week. Is there uh, a, <clears throat> look, I. I are you I, all right? Are you choking uh, on the red velvet? Yes. Are you crying? I'm going to be okay. But. Are you having a anything? religious experience? Is there anything in your iPad or your, excuse me, your iPod? Because I'm just going to. You know, pretend that everybody still you has iPods. Anything on my Microsoft Zoom? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that you would be ashamed that people would know that you listen to on my Walkman. Yes. Um, okay, here's my problem, and this is true. I am working aggressively on expanding my musical taste, and it's not that I don't like music. It's that it's never actually moved me. When people talk about like the soundtracks of their life, I've got a couple songs. I don't have a soundtrack. I don't have hundreds and hundreds of songs that I want to hear. So when you look at what's on my phone right now, like I have the, I have like like an entire Bruno Mars album on my phone. Why? <laughs> I don't know how. I don't even know how it got there. I don't know when I downloaded it. He's incredibly it. talented. Uh, Runaway Baby. Watching hit, watching Bruno Mars do Runaway Baby live was stunning. It was I think it was at the Grammys. And I'm like I don't know what I'm watching here, but I must see this. If Prince and uh, James Brown had a baby, it would be Bruno Mars. That's always been my line. Um, but I don't have, I just don't have a soundtrack to my life of this. So therefore, my music in, on my phone is, it's just like, oh, that was an interesting song. And then I download it. And then like a week later, I'm like, why the bloody hell do I have that song? <laughs> I, have, I have Big and Rich, uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy on my phone. What the hell is that? I have not personally updated my phone or iTunes, whatever, since 2004, 2005. However, I still have the U2 album. They put on there for me. When, you remember when User. Apple did that? So that's on there. I don't know how to get it off, but I'm the same way. I like. I love going to concerts. I love having the experience, but I don't. And I like all music. Do you, I, but I, don't. I don't really care. I don't about, like going to concerts at all. I like that. I just don't really uh-uh. care about the music. I mean, the last concert I went to was actually Garth. I went to Garth when he was in Indianapolis. I got to admit, Garth Brooks was incredible. It was. It, it was okay. Everybody says it's good. It was as good as they say. And clearly not as good as I guess as he used to be when he was younger and like hanging from the rafters, literally hanging from the rafters. But it was good. He but no, I, I am not a concert guy at all. You fingers? I saw Chris Gaines in concert. That's <laughs> that was a great uh, pe- CD. People are going to be looking that up on the big. <laughs> I probably box. still yeah. have that on my iPhone. Why yeah, you is kids, Chris Gaines. You kids under the age of forty, ask Jeeves Chris Gaines. Uh, <laughs> But no, uh, but you might see some cool video footage on your MySpace. Account. That's right. But uh, the thing that really uh, got me to where I have some music that I listen to that I would be embarrassed by it's when you have kids. 
and kids will turn you on to stuff you wouldn't normally listen to. There's a, a kid band. I think their name is Melt. And they've got this song called Sour Candy that my, my, my kid absolutely loves. And I've heard it a hundred times. And I, I'm like, oh, you know what? I gotta admit, this is really good. And it's it's it. They're, it's kids playing instruments. It's can you, not. Can you sing a bar, a bar of it? Uh, can you well, sing us a little summer candy. No, I, I don't want to get you in trouble. You know, copyright laws the way they are. Uh, Tony, uh, I don't want to get you in trouble. Are you saving but, me from myself? <laughs> You're such a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to know. You're cutting your cupcake. Yeah, are I'm you, not going to eat a whole one. Are you the person that cuts donuts in half? Because people don't like that person. Yeah, I, 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 well, I don't eat a whole donut. I want to try it. I don't want to eat try, the whole yeah, thing. Try them all. Okay. I just want to try it. I, that's, that's all I want to do. So, yeah, I'll cut a donut in half. I don't care if those people don't like me. Screw them. It's like are you the, are you the, the kind worst? of person who takes a bite of a donut and then throws away the rest and is like, screw the other people right, around me? Right, exactly. No, it's like the biggest thing in the office is you cannot cut donuts in half. People hate that. But I want to try all the donuts, and I want to eat... Four whole ones or three halves of one. Different I, flavors. So, you, I, I mean, I next, by the way, in, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to do donuts because it's going to be absolutely amazing. But there is no music that moves me. There is no, there is no music soundtrack on my life, and there's no good music on my, on, my, on my iPhone. I will admit, I've been listening. Um, I've been trying, as I said, more and more to expand out. And while I don't know if the music is the best, the videos are the best, what Childish Gambino is doing... Donald Glover, what he did with This Is America, what he did with Summertime, that's, he's trying to tell a story. I might not agree with the story, but what he's doing, I mean, there's a lot of crap and garbage out there. Listen, you can tell me that Cardi B is popular all you want, and I'll be like, hey, I'd love to meet you, but the music is something I've heard from everybody else. I have heard it. You know, I haven't heard already, April Gregory? I don't even know what you're talking about. You oh, said Cardi Lord. B, and I'm like, out. Stop it. I don't know what that means. But what, what Childish Gambino is doing, he's... You, you do, do you not know the song, know This Is America? Oh, what's wrong with I you? I don't know that name, though. And, and this is why black America hates you. I mean, it, it, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, this is why black America hates you. Right? Because... And, and this, is, this is the cultural problem. Like, this is the total cultural divide. It's like when, when uh, the Emmys come or the Oscars come and uh, political conservatives are like, oh, I'm not watching the Oscars. Well, the rest of America is maybe you want to know what they're talking about. So you know how to talk to them. So you're not this schmuck standing in the corner saying, I never heard of that band. Shouldn't they care that I don't care? I mean, they already hate me because I'm a conservative. No, so if they don't know, you I know care some about Gambino what they think guy. about you. But if you want to be engaged culturally, you got to know what's going on. I watch the Emmys. I think it's more of an age thing than it is a political thing. So, you know, you just had Chevy Chase come out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> criticizing Saturday Night Live, and it's like oh, he didn't it, criticize. Yeah, it. yeah. He f this and s that, and well, it, Chevy. I try not to curse on the podcast. When, when, when Lauren Michaels is putting together his cast for Saturday Night Live, he's not thinking to himself, "What do the seventy-five-year-old men think about right. a comedy?" It's That's not in the wheelhouse. Right. So I'm, I'm sure when Carly B, uh, Cardi B, Carly, 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 Cardigan B. Oh, oh, Cardigan B. When she releases her new, I'm trying, guys. I swear I am. She's not thinking to herself, what is Fingers Malloy, that mid-40s guy in central Indiana, going to think of this? And by the I'm way, I have not nothing against Cardi B. I'd love to meet her. Like, I would love to do that interview, right? Glover is an interview I'd want to do because I can't figure out whether Donald Glover is trying to say he hates me or he's not even talking to me. I am more convinced when you take a look at the This is America video, which if you haven't, it's unbelievably well done. The references are stunning. If you listen to the song on radio, the song is just 
it's 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 nothing as far as I'm concerned. The video makes that song. It's like the summertime video, which is a, which is cartoon based or, or animated, I should say, makes that song. And I'm not quite sure what he's trying to say to me. And I'm not 100 percent convinced that that's a guy who's trying to talk to me. Um, but so um, as I, this all goes to that whole expanding music thing, I'm sorry. I just that's somebody I'm trying to I'm trying to understand, right? Because I'm enjoy I'm, I I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, and I think that there's something coming out from it. Now maybe that's not what music is supposed to be. It's just supposed to make you feel good, and that's it. It's not supposed to teach you something. Not supposed to hit you that way. It's like Drake, right? God's plan. I get it. The other song, the the, the Kiki song, uh, that song is garbage. Oh, that song's garbage. Do you love me? That song. Right. Okay. It's garbage. It's trash. It's, it, it, it is, it is, it is feh. I'm sorry. Don't tell me about Drake. That You, you don't even know what I'm talking about, Fingers Molloy, do you? You don't even know. Drake, they make coffee cake, No, right? no. It's a completely, oh, God, I could have gotten to the joke first. I could have gotten, and I didn't. I could have, and I didn't, and shame on, on me. And you know what the best part is? Right now, everybody has stopped listening to the podcast, and they're Googling who is Childish Gambino. That's the part that makes me happy. More Eat, Drink, Smoke coming up. It is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So good to be with you. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis. That's where, that's where we tape. That's where we do uh, the podcast. And also we stream live from time to time uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. We should do it to facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. We'll do that, we'll do that uh, in, in the future. Uh, but we are here and... Uh, Chad Blackwelder, uh, who is the general manager of Blend Bar Cigar, is lighting us up. The smoke for today um, is the Davidoff Escurio. Now, now, Chad, uh, as you know, this is Blend Bar Cigar. You work here. Um, you are in conjunction with Davidoff. Four locations all across the country. Indianapolis, which is the flagship. Nashville, Houston, and Pittsburgh. Um, you have opened uh, every store there is. You are more familiar with the Davidoff products than anybody I have ever met. So let me ask you the first question, Chad. Uh, tell me about the cigar. Well, uh, the uh, Davidoff Escurio is one of the newer uh, lines from Davidoff. Um, came out, I believe, about two years ago. And what it was meant to represent is a night in Rio. And the way they did this, or the blend, uh, is a little unique. Uh, the wrapper is from Brazil, which you don't find very often. And when they when they blended it, they wanted to do kind of capture that spirit of an evening Brazil, and it's a little sweet and a little spicy. So when you smoke it, you're going to get sweetness uh, when you first light it, and as you get through the first third, you're going to get a little chili pepper. Uh, but it's a it's a fuller bodied for a Davidoff, uh, but again, it's got the nice mix of sweet and spice uh, that is pretty lively. Now the reason it got picked, you sh- don't think that I just picked things willy nilly. We reviewed the cupcakes. We reviewed uh, the um, bourbon from, uh, from Long Branch from Matthew McConaughey, which has that syrupy, vanilla, vanilla syrupy kind of, kind of feel. So we went with the sweeter cigar. And they were out of Swisher Sweets, Fingers Malloy. They were out of Swisher Sweets. I know that has got you very, very upset right the there. Gas station's right across the street. I could have grabbed some. Uh, uh, if only. If, if only right there. So that's what we're reviewing. And uh, Chad, listen, man. Uh, BlendBarCigar.com. Uh, uh, where are you opening next? Uh, we have a few locations in mind. We're are you afraid of the microphone that you just leaned all the way back? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm afraid of very few things. Uh, the microphone is definitely not one of them. Uh, Snakes? No. Spiders? Not particularly. Little people? 
I am a little person. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you're, you're, I'm getting many emails. Right there, hand me that cigar. All right, hold on. Let me, let me pop on this. Uh, you're smoking it, Fingers Malloy. You're soaking in it. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. I, I, uh, it, it's funny that, and maybe I shouldn't be getting that so soon, but when, when you mentioned the, the chili uh, flavor to it, the chili pepper flavor, I felt, well, yeah, there it is, right there. So uh, it's, a, it's, it's definitely uh, a, the kind of smoke that I like. It's not uh, overpowering. All right, so here's what's happening. Yeah, I am a big believer in construction of a cigar. Build of a cigar is everything for me. It comes before flavor. If it doesn't draw right, if it's too tight, things like that. When I inhale, not inhale, when I, when I breathe in, I can feel the wind come all the way through as if there's a tubo in this one. Like there's a, a hole. Like a straw? Yes, in, in this one. Now, that happens. If it happens, don't freak out. It doesn't mean it's a bad cigar or anything else. It might go away. Give it a little bit. If not, take it back to the tobacconist because there's an issue with that one. Remember, these things are hand-rolled. These things are works of art, and sometimes things get, things get caught in there. So that's where I'm at right now. If that continues... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna light a different one, and, and, and we'll be happy to do that. It, uh, like you said, it's a, it's a handmade product. Davidoff uh, really doesn't do anything. From, they control everything from seed to store. They don't do anything unless it's absolutely perfect. From every now and then, uh, something something may pass their inspectors, or you may get something that is is less than desirable. But the the key to this thing and, and about smoking cigars is you want to enjoy it. You want to relax. You want to you want to pamper yourself. So if you have to work to smoke a cigar or something isn't right with it. Let someone know. We'll make it that way because we want you to enjoy the experience. Everyone should. That's Chad right there, sir. Always good to see you. Blendbarcigar.com. Uh, uh, so, I'm, I'm a, listen, I, Davidoff was a, the, the big name, and then it went away for a while, and now it is back and, and better than, than, than ever. So, I'm, I'm thrilled to be uh, smoking it here. I'm thrilled to be uh, with you guys. There is a teacher who got fired in Port St. Lucie, uh, Florida. And they got fired because a student didn't turn in their homework. And the student didn't turn in the homework. And the teacher, uh, Fingers Malloy, I'm asking you right now, when you don't turn in your homework, what grade do you get? A zero. You get a zero, Fingers Malloy. You get a zero. That is right. The student didn't hand in the homework, got a, got a zero. Uh, and the school said, yeah, you're not allowed to give zeros. We have a non-zero policy here at the school, so you can't give zeros. And uh, she said, well, he didn't hand it in. I'm not giving him a 50% because that's the rule. You have to give at least a 50%. And so she got fired. She got fired because kids were like, and, and I guess other kids started figuring out they don't have to, if they don't hand it in, they'll still get 50%. And she's like, what am I doing here? And she left the kids a note on the board that said, bye, kids. Mrs. Torado loves you and wishes you the best in life. I've been fired for refusing to give you a 50% for not handing anything in. Love, Mrs. Torado. I love the note. I wish the note was a little bit more, you have no chance in life. <laughs> if you think this is the way things are. I would have given her crazy. a 70 for the note. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The penmanship was a little off. You can't give somebody a zero? This, we, are the, we are a dumb stupid. Stupid society. I mean, I, I rarely use the words dumb and stupid, but we are. Wait a second. April? I do have different thoughts on this. I'm not not okay with the zero. And 
first of all, we're all conservatives here, and we all hate the education system. We spend a lot of time railing on that. But the kids that are getting zeros because they're not turning in their homework are the kids that we know statistically don't have a great home life. They have issues. And when you pile on and tell I them, oh, you didn't I'm turn in your homework in about the Pythagorean theorem, and you're just bringing them down lower. Oh, my God. We, they oh, don't need to know that. Oh, my they God. They don't need that. April, so wait. They need someone who can encourage April? them. I'm not saying give them at 50%, but recognize uh, that these kids are not whoa, whoa, whoa. in good shape. Now we're into it. Listen, I'm going to take your theory, and I'm now going to extrapolate it out to its end game. Your response was, and then you gave it away in the response, was that some kids have a bad home life. Why are you piling on? And then you said, well, maybe they shouldn't get a 50%, but still. So here's my question. What grade should they get? And it's, why, why in the world uh, give them a 50? Why not give them an 85? Give them a B. I mean, well, you don't hand it in. You still get a B. Why not? Why, why not do all kids have to learn that way? Here, do no, no, your no, no, homework, no. and that's... No, the problem is the education system. There's a better no, way this child who's... Not, there's a better way this child who's not doing his homework will learn than saying, here, write out the Pythagorean that theorem for me. That is a fundamentally different argument than the one we are actually engaged in. If, if, if the well, 50% isn't right, what is? The 50% is a made-up number. They made it up because they think they think By it people that we good. don't think should be running the government uh, schools. I totally agree with that, but we have to start with the baseline. The school, we have to discuss the first part of the problem, which will help you get to the second part of the problem, which is where we all want to go, but you want to jump through the first step. These people think giving 50% is okay. That's, they don't want to do good. They're into do-goodery, and do-goodery is always freaking evil. Because they invented a number out of damn whole cloth. 50%, why not 80%? Why not a 200% a cookie and then we slap the teacher right in the face with a fish? What the hell? Lyndon Baines, April D. Gregory Johnson over here with her great society <laughs> education safety net, uh, academic safety net with the 50% is the new zero. Uh, I, I don't have much of a – I have a problem with this, but uh, the, th the thing that I look at this as is, is like what – you know, we were graded in a lot, of t a lot of times in high school on a curve. And that meaning – Were you? Yeah. We, uh, public school. Uh, there were curves all, and, and, and everybody went with that. I, I, I applaud this woman for saying, okay, uh, I guess curves are okay. Curves are okay, April D. Gregory. Curves are okay, but now you're starting to say, okay, now people cannot, cannot hand in homework and still get a 50% grade. It's outrageous. That's a curve. There's your curve for not That's handing not in homework. You're no. saying curves are okay. You still got a zero in the curve. Okay, you didn't so anything then in. this kid's never going to learn anything because he keeps getting zeros. So what's his motivation to learn? So he gets 50% and he are still gets Are we trying to train kids to go out into the world and be people? Or are we trying to just make them force, memorize things to take a test? I, I because think, the answer is the latter. And it's not working for anybody. I think we're training kids now that they don't have to turn anything in and they still get something, which is socialism. April D. Gregory there, I said it. <laughs> Well, if we would be teaching children in a different way, in a way that they could possibly learn, not all kids learn by copying crap down on a piece of paper. I don't. I, now, now we get argument. into your part of it. It is a different argument. It's a different argument because you're absolutely right that not all kids learn the same, and we are making a mistake with education. We do make a mistake. What you, it starts early. It starts in those kindergarten, first grade, second grade years 
when we tell those boys to sit down in your seat and stop, stop uh, squirming around. Stop mm-hmm. me. They're boys. They're different than girls. They act differently. The biology is different. You can dress it up however you damn well like, but there's a fundamental difference in the actual sex and therefore how they act, react. There's differences in maturity and all sorts of things. We also have a huge problem that we've, look what we've done, Michael Rowe. Mike Rowe is the greatest example of this uh, in the world. I only hope to be helpful in in my uh, small way. College is not for everybody. College is garbage crap. Unless you're gonna be a doctor or an engineer, you do not need college for your life. What you need are skills. We are going to move, and we are moving from the sheepskin economy, which says you have to have a degree to get a job, to the skills economy, which says don't tell me about money you spent to get an education. Tell me what you know right now. Tell me you can do the job. And by the way, doing the job these days involves showing up on time and being able to say hello and not demanding five weeks of vacation because you showed up. Like, that's a freaking skill in, in today's America. But you're not wrong, April. We totally need to change the system. We need to put an end to what we think education is right now. We need to put an end to the concept of standardized testing. But we can't put an end to the idea that we have standards and you have to uphold them. And when you don't uphold the standard, you fail. That's where the 50% is such complete and total utter nonsense. Because we're saying that there is no standard. You may now apologize. (laughs) And then this kid goes on in life, doesn't do anything of meaning. He doesn't get, he doesn't go, he doesn't go to college. Okay, but who cares? That boy became Fingers Malloy. Right. You think that's what happens? Like uh, be- to, to these children who just get zeros and don't get anything. Because we have school. a standard and we demand that we hold them to it. As a matter of fact, I think it's just the opposite. If you don't hold them to the standard, if you don't hold them to the standard, what you're telling them is, we don't care about you. You can do whatever you want. These other people, they have to do it the right way. But you, you, whatever. We'll just accept any crap you throw our way. What they're doing now doesn't tell them that they care. I, I, standards, standards do not limit us. Standards set us free. We're going to give you something for not trying. Yeah. Good luck with all that. 50% is still failing. It's just not hopelessly failing. It's 50% more than they deserve. These kids already feel like they're failing in life. So many of them. Hold them to a standard to give them pride in themselves. There needs to be rules. There needs to be boundaries, but you don't have to obviously not down to. Obviously, there needs to be no rules and no boundaries and no standards. I think that is what you're saying. Here's, but, but you're not wrong about the need to redo the whole system. I mean, we're, we're totally screwed up. We are totally screwed up in the country in what we think education is and what we value and what and the skill set that's important. How many times? Oh, this happened to me. Okay. So I, 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 I'm coming to do the podcast today. I, I get the cupcakes. I'm, I'm getting myself a coffee. I'm treating myself. A little, a little Dunkin' coffee. It's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore, even though my, my cup still says donuts. That's called a relic, kids. Um, and I go and I get the coffee, and the coffee comes to uh, uh, $2.00. And uh, uh, 71 cents. Now, the fact that I pay $2.71 for a cup of coffee means uh, I'm helping end society as we know it. Well, how ridiculous. I hand her $3. Oh, God. She hit exact change on the little machine box as opposed to hitting $3. And she could not figure out that the change was 29 cents. She couldn't figure it out. Did you give her 50 for that? 
No, 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 no. You nope. get a zero. You get a zero? My point is, is that we have an entire generation, maybe multiple generations, that can't balance a checkbook. They don't understand what money is. They don't know how to work on the fly. They don't know how to think fast and logically. And some things you do just memorize. Some things you do just stick into your head. You don't need a system of figuring out five plus five is 10, where you do some counting. You put things in boxes like the common core insanity. Five plus five is 10, and five times four is 20. And that will always be, just keep it in your head, memorize it, put it in the back, and pull it out when you need it. The end. So, yeah, we need to change some, some serious things in, in, in education about what we, what we think an education is. Being good at computers and going to college is not education. I agree. It's totally not. I'm convinced we need to bring home ec back. Oh, absolutely. Because none of these people know how to darn a sock. I don't know how to sew. I sewed my neck together and my shirt in home ec. I'm sorry, you did what? I sewed the shirt of my neck together. Because I don't know how to sew. Can you please tell me you sewed the neck of your shirt together? Home ec did not. Home ec failed me. Oh. It, but it's more than just sewing. But I mean, it is. It's skills. It's like basic, like everyday things. So you know yes. how to accomplish tasks and you're not totally defenseless. How to get a job. How to apply for a mortgage. These are the kind of things that aren't taught in high school that should be taught in high school. But I thought we were against participation trophies. And here you're getting, you're getting kids trophies for not participating at all. No. They need to be learning these life skills and then graded on their product, not told, here, memorize this and regurgitate it onto paper. That's the problem. That is not motivating any child. I am convinced we're having, two, paper, we're having two conversations yes. because no one is disagreeing with you, April. No one is disagreeing with you on that subject. I'm going I'm to say it again. No one is disagreeing with you, April Gregory. None of us. Everybody's like, yeah, we get that. I think it's just too easy to look at this situation and say, oh, kids these days, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's actually it's no, look no, at no. the kid. No one is saying kids these days. Oh, gosh. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm to it now. We're talking about the damn adults in Port St. Lucie, Florida, who think that these kids should be able to get 50%. They're the problem. The kid might not be doing his work, and he has to be held or she has to be held accountable. The parents the adults in the room are failing the kids. Oh, absolutely. That's the freaking horror. They're failing the kids. And it comes from this idea that doing nothing should still be rewarded. If, if your team does not win the championship, there should be no trophy. You know what you did? You gave it your all. And you have to learn how to be okay with that. The best television commercial I've seen in a long time is that Kia commercial where uh, it's the father and the son, and they're walking to the car, and, and the kid's all excited. He's in his football uniform and hands the dad the trophy. And the dad looks at it and goes, participation trophy. We, we, we were 12-0. and 0. My kid scored four touchdowns. Participation trophy. And he, he crosses it out on the, on the, on the thing, on the, on the trophy, and he writes in, like, champions and gives it back to him. Damn straight. You don't get a trophy just for being there. I agree and that's with the that. fault of parents. Don't let anybody think that I think we should have participation trophies because I do not think that at all. I, should I, she have been fired? I just think we should. Should she have been? That's a good question. Should she have been fired? No, because she no, she obviously cares about the student, and that's what we need: is teachers to be able to teach how a student needs. She's not the problem. The system is the problem. Well, well, if we're gonna hold the system guilty, how can I? How can I think you're wrong there? Look at that. She redeemed herself right at the end. Right at the end there, April D. Gregory. More coming up. And now, oh, 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 uh, before, before we go, 
Uh, people have been asking about how do they donate? How can they be a part of um, what's what's going on and, and and what's happening? How can they donate or sponsor uh, the show? Um, it won't be. It, it should be mid October. I, I have a date. It's not so. Next weekend was the fifth, so I think it's that's the twelfth um, is when we'll be uh, unleashing that and how that can be done and how you can be a part of of what we're doing here. How you can sponsor things and and help grow the the things that we're doing here at Eat Drink Smoke. Facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke. Be sure to like the page. More is going to be happening there. And TonyCats.com is where you get all the podcasts. Everything exists at TonyCats.com. On Twitter, go Eat Drink Smoke. Be sure to follow that as well. There, I wanted to make sure I got that in. And, of course, uh, if you're in Indianapolis or Nashville or Houston or Pittsburgh, Blend Bar Cigar, BlendBarCigar.com. That as well. More coming up. Eat, drink, smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, hey, how you doing? April D. Gregory on the Twitter box right there. April D. Gregory and uh, Fingers Malloy. You can find him on Twitter as well. Uh, Just, you know, Cosby, three to ten years. Bill Cosby got three to ten years for, uh, was it for rape or was it a sexual assault? I don't know what the actual, the the whole thing so grossed me out. I I admit I didn't pay as perfect attention to it as maybe some other people. But what's interesting is that his star on the Walk of Fame, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, is staying. And people are a bit uproarious about it. Um, does his star stay on the, on the Walk of Fame? Yes or no? I mean, it does, does it? Should it? Yes. Why? You should put a little plaque attached to the star that says rapist. Right there. <laughs> it's an asterisk. They should be color-coded? You have to yes. go on a chart? Oh, uh, oh look, uh, they, they, they're famous for television. Well, the uh, but judge they, said. But they raped a woman. Oh, and they've been in rehab three times. That's what, that's what the three red dots are for. Yeah, so everybody just keeps getting more and more plaques next to right? them. The judge said It's sexually. like when you play for the Ohio Buckeyes and you get a, you get a Buckeye yes, in the back yes. of your helmet. Oh, I appreciate the sports reference. You're I welcome. I didn't expect that one from you. Yeah. Wow. 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 He's got a, he's got a scarf on for, wow. a, for a soccer team. It's sports. I am wearing an Indy 11 uh, uh, scarf. Uh, because you missed scarf day yesterday, so you're making I did. Up. There, there, there is a national scarf day in America. There's a national everything oh, God, day I hate everything. in America. National scarf day. Ridiculous. You know what we also we call that? Cold. Any cold day is National Scarf Day, but should he have the should he have the star on the Walk of Fame? Uh, I mean, for consistency reasons, they should take it off, right? But then you got to take off Kevin Spacey's star, and you got to take off Harvey Weinstein's star, and you got to take off if everybody else's star is still there. You know, you got to take off uh, whose star? Uh, who who else has a star? Who's just uh, does Roman Polanski have a star? That's 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 oh, got to go. And Lena Dunham's star, you got to take off because she molested her own sister. That's why we need little add-on plaques that we put on right? the star. You may be on something. Know. You may be on to something. Is Trump star still there, or is that gone? I'm no, no, no. That got destroyed by someone with a pickaxe. Right. They're redoing it. Oh, they at, are putting the way, it back at the cost of the association in which West Hollywood, which is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, and Trump star is 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 going to to stay there. Bill Cosby was found guilty in a court of law. Right? Can I say going back to Trump? I mean, I know there's been a lot of talk about Michael Avenatti because of this allegation against uh, the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, this nonsense allegation from his clients. It's not it's so nonsense that it's nonsense. I'm saying it's nonsense. I mean that it's nonsense. Say about me what you will. That claim is nonsense. Um, But it, it. The the whole idea of guilty, the whole idea of you are guilty and therefore something happens. With Avenatti and Stormy Daniels, can someone tell me what the hell the president is supposed to be guilty of? 
Because if you're saying to me, well, he had sex with a porn star and then paid her off, my answer is, yeah, billionaires do that. Next question. Yeah, rich people do that. Yes, famous people do that. Yes, I am, I am totally unsurprised. And yes, people who have money and have power and who want to maintain certain airs of, of quote-unquote, respectability pay people off. And there are settlements that happen all over the place. What's the conversation? Uh, isn't it the, the, the rub, and I didn't, no pun intended, but uh, uh. the rub here, isn't the, the complaint that this may have been a campaign finance violation, the, the bribe? Yes, but the, the money month. came from him, and, there, and there, so there, there is no, uh, there's, there's no campaign finance violation to be had. But the, the, somehow, I think that people think that Stormy Daniels is some kind of hero for for what? Admitting that she spanked the the president with, with with a magazine that had his cover on it? Let me tell you something. I get on a magazine cover, do more than that. That's awesome. What are you talking about? That is spectacular. Like that's not even a thing. We there there are like nine porns that porno movies that she has made that involve that exact same scene. What next? You know, I, I they always add stuff to the story that just doesn't seem they, they it doesn't seem believable. I find it hard to believe that uh, president. Uh, do I find it hard to believe that President Trump would have uh, sex with a porn star? No, no. But I, I find it hard to believe that he'd be like, listen, hey, grab that magazine. It's got my face on it and spank me with it. I, I, re, uh, no way. No, not even for the story. Who's he telling that story to? Other than everybody, Clinton, his buddy. Everybody, everybody. I'm telling that story to everybody. As a matter of fact, someone needs to put my face on a magazine right now. Oh my god! Face on a magazine. Happening. That is April Where D. Gregory. We? April D. Gregory, a social media maven. Find her on Twitter. Fingers Malloy, radio host and podcaster. Fingers D. Malloy. Fingers D. Malloy. That's funny. Fingers Malloy on Twitter and Fingers Malloy Radio. On Facebook, find me on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Uh, also, Twitter, Tony Katz. The podcast, TonyKatz.com. And if you want everything, uh, Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. My thanks to Blend Bar Cigar. My thanks to all of you. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.